Everyone appreciates reliability. Everyone likes somebody they can count on. Chances are you want to be that kind of person too. You know, in a culture that tends to overpromise and underdeliver when it comes to reliability and faithfulness, how can we be different? That's what we're going to talk about in today's Full Life Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the Full Life Podcast by Grace Church. We hope to inspire, challenge, and clarify your next steps on your faith journey. I'm David Lawson, and this is the seventh in a podcast of conversations about how to exchange the life that you have for the life that you want. We're talking about nine qualities that if we incorporate those into our lives and embrace them for ourselves, it'll transform our lives, it'll transform the relationships around us. And today, we are talking about the power of faithfulness. Now, if you happen to miss any of the previous podcasts, uh, I encourage you to go back and listen to them and begin integrating these qualities into your life. So today we're talking about faithfulness, and I have with me Randy Muma. Again, he's been with me throughout these conversations. He's worship pastor at Grace Church. Welcome back, Randy. Thanks, Dave. Always good to talk with you. You know, we're talking about faithfulness, and, and when I think about faithfulness, it reminds me, we think about cars. We love reliable cars. And uh, my first car was a 1973 Pinto. Do you remember those? I do. <laughs> yeah, those were the bombs. They were. Yeah, they're the ones that they got run into, like especially rear-ended. They would blow up. I mean, we, we had no idea. I didn't have no idea I was driving in a bomb. But, you know, that car, I never blew up, <laughs> by the way. But uh, that car had a few mechanical problems along the way, but it never left me stranded. You know, it, it was reliable. I knew that if I got into it, it would get me there and get me back. And, you know, that's one of the things that most of us really appreciate about a car. It can be the fanciest car in the world, but if it's always leaving you know, by the side of the road, it's no good. That car always got me there and back. Reliability was really important. And when I think of faithfulness, I, I, I think about my dad. When we uh, raised potatoes, we would work from dawn till dusk and a lot of times past dusk. <laughs> and um, there was one night where dad said, I got to leave early tonight because I have a board meeting at the church. They were calling for rain. I was like, Dad, we got to get these, these potatoes dug. And he's like, I made a commitment. I'm going to be there. So I love that about my dad. If he said he was going to do something, he did it. Yeah, he is a reliable, very faithful man. Well, we're talking about this quality of faithfulness. And, uh, of course, the Proverbs have a lot to say about it. The Scripture has a lot to say about it. And it's really an indispensable quality. If you, if you want to have a transformed life, if there's some exchanges you want to make in your life, uh, one of the things you want to exchange for, you want to, upgrade to is faithfulness. And King Solomon said this about faithfulness. He said, many claim to have unfailing love, but a faithful person who can find. And I find it interesting there that he connects faithfulness with love. There's this, if I'm faithful, then I'm demonstrating love to someone else. And I just find that very um, encouraging because you know, oftentimes we struggle with trying to find a way to love. How, how do we love people? Well, one of the ways that we can demonstrate love is through faithfulness, faithfulness to someone. When I'm somebody that someone else can count on and I'm that faithful, then I'm demonstrating love to that person. So really a faithful person, Randy, is a dependable person. 
you know, everyone likes dependability. That's probably one of the reasons people like dogs rather than cats. <laughs> of course. Right? Because a cat you have you, to love on their terms. That's right? right. That's right. When you come home with that, they think you've been gone for like 25 <laughs> years and you just walk out the door. So everyone likes the dependability in their lives, uh, whether it's a car, whether it's a dog, whether it's a person. We just like that reliability, that dependability. Yeah. So let's talk about faithfulness. And let's start with the obvious thing, and that is faithfulness is a quality that people really appreciate. Oh, it sure is. Have you ever been to meet someone at a restaurant for lunch? And you sit down and you get your drink and the chips and salsa and they're not there. (laughs) So after about 10, 15 minutes, you awkwardly text and say, hey, are we still on for today? Yeah, absolutely. You know, that kind of dependability, even in the small things, you know, it, it makes a difference. And I think the other quality, even though it's an admired quality, I think there's another thing about faithfulness that we need to understand. And it's really been in all these qualities we've been talking about. These are qualities that God has himself. They're, they're a part of his yeah. character. And one of the reasons that we can be faithful is because God himself is faithful. Absolutely. You know, there have been so many times in my life where I'm in this position where I just don't know what to do. You know, I feel like my world's coming apart. And in those moments, I have this simple prayer. God, I need you. I need to know you're real, and I need you to deal with this because it's way beyond what I can do. And time after time, I've seen God just show up. He reminds me of his presence and brings this peace into my life that doesn't make sense in the moment because I know he is faithful. And I think that dependence on him, knowing that we have to look to him, reminds us that we're not naturally faithful. Boy, yeah. I mean, we want to be, right? I mean, we, we want that quality. We want to be that kind of person, we're just not naturally that way. We're more naturally faithful to ourselves rather than we are to someone else. And I think that's one of the reasons uh, we should be aware that we, in in order to have this quality really fully demonstrated in our lives, uh, we need to have that relationship with God. We we need to have that quality um, um, brought uh, brought out of us through our relationship with God. That's one of the reasons this is one of the fruit of the Spirit. It's something that's born out in our lives. And so if you're someone who has yet to establish a relationship with God through the person of Jesus Christ, I encourage you to do that. Uh, you can follow the link that's in the description and you can learn more about how to develop life's most important relationships. So these qualities and this quality of faithfulness that we've been talking about can be a part of your life because um, these qualities are just something that are produced by God in our lives. We, we might try hard for a while with some willpower and, and, and we might be able to make a change for a little while, but it's not the lasting change that we are looking for. I think there's another aspect of faithfulness that uh, I want to talk about, and that is that faithfulness sweats the small stuff. Now, I don't mean in a very stressful or high anxiety kind of way, but there, there is this small stuff characteristic, right, of faithfulness. Absolutely. We read these words in Luke 16, Who, whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. There's that idea when we sweat the small stuff, God says, okay, I see what you're doing. I'm going to give you a little more. We've heard it said before that life is kind of the sum of all of our decisions, you know, that we make. It's a decision here. It's a decision there. It's a promise we make. It's a commitment that we make. You know, things like punctuality, you talked about that, like you're sitting at the restaurant, you're waiting for someone to come. Of course, that wasn't just not on time, that just didn't arrive at all. But punctuality and reliability, you know, consistency, trustworthiness, honesty, 
All those are, are little things. Those are uh, little decisions, little commitments that we make along the way. You know, we, we tend to over-promise and under-deliver. We kind of feel under the pressure mm-hmm. if somebody asks us to do something. And, and we want to help that person. We want to be available for that person. But sometimes we just can't for whatever reason. I mean, that's not a reason to bail on everything. But on the other hand, uh, you certainly want to make sure that you can deliver on what you promise. That is such a great point. We live out here in the country. There is no cable that runs close to us. And so we get our internet through the, through the air. So we have a dish, and there's a, a company that provides us with that. Unfortunately, it's like they store to provide it. So four days out of seven, we'll have internet. <laughs> and it's guaranteed to drop out right in the middle of the best part of the best movie, right? And it's frustrating because, you know, my wife comes home from school, and she's ready to do some schoolwork, and she's not able to do it. And, um, you know, I, I really think that things that aren't reliable are really frustrating. So the moral of this story, Dave, is to live a life that is not like my internet company, but to live a life of faithfulness that others can depend don't on. Don't be frustrating. Don't yeah. be frustrating. <laughs> and the most important part of their life, don't be frustrating and unfaithful and unreliable, right? Um, and we, we joke about that, but it's true that um, it's unfortunate that when sometimes when people most depend upon us, we're not there. And it's because we overpromise, underdeliver, much like your internet company. They underdeliver. <laughs> you know, as we wrap up our time here, it might be good to remind ourselves that Jesus admires this quality of faithfulness. This is this is a really important quality for him. Actually, he told even a lot of stories about faithfulness. He he himself was faithful. We can when we read the scripture, we can see that he was always faithful. He was always on time. He always followed through with what he promised and what he committed. But it's it's a it's a it's a quality he admires. Yeah, I love the the parable of the talents in Matthew twenty five. Many people know the story how this master went away for a trip and he leaves three of his servants. One he leaves with five bags of treasure, another two bags, and another with one. The one with five goes out and invests it, does well, makes five more. The other one has two, invests it, does well, makes two more. And the other one, he's scared to death of his master, so he goes out out in the back forty, buries that bag of treasure. So the master comes back and he looks at the first guy. How did you do? Well, you gave me five and I got five more. Well done. The second guy, you gave me two. I got two more. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of the Lord. The last one shows up and God's like, well, or the master's, what did you do? Well, I was scared of you, so I buried it. Things didn't go quite as well for him, let's just say. Yeah, and I think the, just to to reiterate there, um, what was rewarded was faithfulness. It wasn't the return, it was faithfulness that brought some return. In other words, they were rewarded according to uh, their faithfulness. And I think that's good for us to remember too, is that um, not only are other people watching our faithfulness, but the Lord is watching our faithfulness, and there's reward for that. And while at the same time we talk about not over-promising and under-delivering, we do have to make a commitment. I mean, we do have to venture out there. We do have to be available for people. That's part of that parable too, is I'm gonna make an investment and faithfulness is an investment. It's an investment in other people and we, we have to be available, right? Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about some next steps uh, coming out of this. And um, there, there are a lot of ways that we can demonstrate love through faithfulness. What are some things that come to your mind that you think would be helpful for us to keep in mind as we move forward and make these investments in faithfulness? Well, there's a few of them we, we could jump into. The first one is to honor your relationships. Mm. You know, the simple things of when 
I tell my wife I'm going to meet her at whatever yeah. time, I'm going to be there. Or if there's a text coming saying, hey, I got held up talking to Dave Lawson. Who? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, you know, I've, I've been that person who have, who's held other people up, and I've also been that person who's missed an appointment. I mean, I've done it. We so have. we're not going to be perfect at it, but, you know, I remember uh, someone uh, giving this advice one time, don't, you know, with, with the paparazzi, uh, you can always get a bad picture of somebody, right? And you can always make somebody look bad. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, don't judge me by the Polaroid, judge me by the movie. Okay. I thought that was just really good advice because you can everybody can pick out a frame and say, "Well, see, you weren't faithful." Well, but yeah. this is this is my heart. This is what yeah. God is doing in my. This is the the movie of my life. And over, over the long haul, I've made these good investments and I've been faithful. And we're not looking for perfection; we're looking for progress, right? Boy, that is so good. Yeah. I think the second one would be to make wise use of your time. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one, but. It um, is. Because we, we just would rather squander it than invest it. Mm-hmm. And if you're curious about more of that, there's a sermon that was given on the, the use of time during the Breaking Free from Normal series. So it was a really good series. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. A lot of practical steps that came out of that, that series and out of that message about managing our time. Because we do kind of fritter away our time a lot of times. Uh, we don't make good use of it. It doesn't mean that every minute has to be scheduled when you're having you know, when you're having some downtime or something. But I think the key here oftentimes is do something that refreshes you. A lot of people think that when uh, you're taking some time off, it's doing nothing. Well, no, it's doing something that refreshes you. And a lot of times people don't find time to refresh themselves because how they're managing their time during the day doesn't allow for it. So it spills over into the weekend or late at night or into a commitment that you're making or something because the time that you should have scheduled to work uh, isn't managed very well. And so it spills over into those other, other, other opportunities. And then I think we can learn two things from the parable of the talents. First, wisely invest your money. And secondly, to use your gifts. Yeah. I love that that whole concept of those things. Yeah, I think managing our money is an indicator of faithfulness, um, because the stewardship. You know, we've uh, if you if you read much of the scripture and you've hung around church uh, very much, what you learn is that we are steward. Everything that we have comes from God. We're a steward of all of that, and part of our faithfulness to God is managing our our wealth. And, you know, I've told our kids a lot of times, I'm investing because I don't want you to have to take care of me when I get older, you know. (laughs) That's no guarantee. But at the same time, you know, trying to be faithful to them, too, and trying to honor them and their relationship. And then I think what you said about our gifts is important. You and I have had a lot of gifts conversations. Hey, puppy. Well, there we go. There's a puppy. Um, We've had a lot of conversations about gifts and love what God has given to you. Be content with what God has given to you because by his own decision, he's given you that gift by his own prerogative. And the stewardship of that gift uh, is a demonstration of faithfulness of something he's entrusted. And we show, we show faithfulness to other people by demonstrating that gift, right, in their lives. And one final last step, don't be like my internet company. <laughs> if you promise something, deliver it. If you say you're going to do something, do it. That's perfect. That's a, that's a great way to wrap this up. Yes, uh, be faithful with your commitments. Well, Randy, thanks for this time. I uh, appreciate it very much. And I think this, uh, this quality of 
faithfulness is a really, really important one. It's an exchange, an upgrade that we need to be making in our lives. And I trust our time for you has been very helpful for your own spiritual journey and that uh, you are desiring to experience the life that Jesus offers. He said we, he came that we might have life and have it to the full. And part of experiencing that full life is to be faithful in our relationships and are faithful in our relationship with God. If uh, you don't have a church home, I encourage you to uh, check out uh, WorcesterGrace.org. That's W-O-O-S-T-E-R Grace.org. And there you'll find times when we meet in person and when our services are streamed. And uh, Randy's prayer and my prayer is that you will enjoy the full life that God has for you. 